Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. Oh gosh, um, seven and a half, I think. I mean, I started seven and a half years ago. Um, I yeah. took about a year off to work in, you know, some other stuff, but came back to it. Um, yeah. It, I just really enjoy it way too much. What do you Plus think? it's really flexible. Yeah. Like, what do yeah. you think, if you could boil it down to anything, like you enjoy the most? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm a loaded question, but. <laughs> loaded. <laughs> uh um, well, I'd say for me, like what really keeps me going and what really drives me is people's reactions. Like, I love yeah. being at the end of a cam show and, you know, the person that I'm with has just come all over his bed sheets and, you know, he's got a big goofy grin on his face. And like, it's that moment, that moment when I know that he's feeling good not he's satisfied right that's that's the moment that i look forward to yeah because it's yeah. like do you think that part of it's like a control thing like knowing that you made that happen um i don't think it's so much of a control thing as it is the same feeling that you get in any type of performance like as okay. an because i actually come from an acting background like yeah in ye olden days of my youth um yeah. Yeah, yeah so there's this really sort of rewarding feeling that you get when you put on a show for other people and okay. you get a good reaction out of them I, I don't know what it is it's just very satisfying well um, it's it's kind of like a job well done for you you know yeah yeah, like yeah. It's, it's like a gratification that you were doing something right yeah, and then I could give something to them. And it's even like, it's even better than, you know, acting on stage because you have this really intimate connection with the person when you're doing a cam show. Yeah. It's a different kind of experience. Well, it's a lot more intimate. I mean, it's as intimate yeah. as you can <laughs> Without touching each other directly, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, comparing it to like theater, like, it's nowhere near as intimate. Like if you go, if I go see Death of a Salesman, I'm probably not going to come everywhere. <laughs> I certainly hope not. I mean, well, I guess it depends on the production. You know, there's there's depends on who's playing. Uh, you know, Loman, who's playing Arthur Loman, I guess, or Willie Loman, I think. Was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arthur Copet, yeah. Willie Loman, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. I thought I remember Arthur Copet, Arthur Miller. Oh my God. Yeah, Arthur Miller is the writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Covid is a totally different playwright, but he's also amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mid twentieth century. Yeah. So what? Um, like, do you think? Because that is interesting that you have like an actual formal acting background. But is there? 
like still a nervousness that you get whenever you're doing a scene? Um, sometimes, mm -hmm. like, but it's not a bad kind of nervous. It's okay. more of like a, an excited kind of nervous, like, oh my God, I'm about to go on this roller coaster. This is gonna be so much fun, but also I'm kind of terrified <laughs> at the same time. So it's that sort of nerves. Um, yeah. And you know, so sometimes it might start out a little bit with a bit of self-doubt and it's that bad kind of butterflies. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I learned when I was doing acting for a theater was mm -hmm. um, to be able to take that sort of nervous energy and turn it into excitement. Okay. So you have that same yeah. sort of physical reaction of like the butterflies in your tummy. And, yeah. but if you can flip the context, it really helps you. Uh, get over the fear yeah for dive sure. into yeah. that adrenaline like just embrace <laughs> embrace yeah. the energy feels i guess yeah. yeah how many scenes have you done like do you have a like count um that is an excellent question <laughs> uh if you consider professional scenes well so scenes that i yeah. shoot for studios i think right, i've right. done 10 about I haven't done a lot not all of them were released but that's part of the thing about doing porn is that not everything gets um released for whatever reason <laughs> like it could be that there was some technical thing that was off it could be that one of the talent wasn't feeling great that day could be that you don't actually fit their brand even though they cast you in something but yeah I mean it's you know it's just how the industry works it's how any yeah. entertainment industry works you can't take it personally, otherwise it'll eat you up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like just to speak for myself, like I it would be hard for me not to take it personally, to just be like, well, what the hell did I do wrong? Even yeah. though it may have zero to do with you. I mean, oh yeah, totally. Nothing to do with you, but. Yeah, like 90, 95% of the time, it's like, it's not your doing. Yeah. And I think that, um, coming from a directing background, because that's, I, so I went to college for directing theater. So um, okay. I think that kind of gives me the, like I already have that perspective sitting in the casting chair. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like for me personally, it's not as difficult of a sort of thing to reconcile. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, because- But it happens, you for know. Sure, yeah, well, and, I mean, I'm sure the theater world is so cutthroat as well. I mean, be. probably in some ways. I mean, well, there's just got to be a lot of competition. Yeah. And I mean, there's definitely a lot of competition, but it also really depends on like what region you're in, because there mm -hmm. are some regions that have pretty strong theater scenes, but not a huge acting pool. Um, which is okay. Great. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly that's yeah hmm. that's interesting yeah that's like so let's say take you seven years ago like when you just started yeah. how would you compare <laughs> like your confidence from then to now like do you think doing like being involved in like the adult entertainment industry has made you a more confident person or did you already just have the same confidence i mean going into it i definitely think i've become more confident yeah. Um, I've definitely learned to take a lot less shit from people. That's 
that's the biggest thing you learn about doing online content. You okay. don't take shit from people. Like you learn how to cut yeah. that shit off. Um, but like, what kind of shit are you taking yeah. from people like doing online content? Like trolls, like that kind of stuff? Yeah, like trolls. People will yeah. send you stupid things and say like, I love I love it when people send me Bible verses and stuff because I'm an atheist and I'm just like, I, this, yeah. I don't. But it's during... <laughs> cam show right i haven't actually no that's not true i have gotten a bible verse before during a cam show uh, which was very funny to me yeah <laughs> yeah it's like whenever so you know like i mean i don't know if you were like i was raised like pretty christian which i am not mm -hmm. anymore but it's like whenever you're praying with a family and like you don't like look down and close your eyes and somebody's like hey i saw you weren't praying <laughs> well how the hell did you see me not praying unless you weren't praying so exactly like the same shit mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah there's there's quite a bit of hypocrisy online but oh yeah you know between the sex work industry and those of those who proclaim to have devout persuasions, but you know, yeah, yeah. turn around and then do do some not very uh, I don't know what's the word, mm. not very holy stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> they do some like, they do some unholy shit. Yeah, I, I can like swear on here, right? Sure, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, like the like Ted Haggard group, you know, like the telling people that like gays will burn in hell but then he's in like a truck stop bathroom yep. with a bunch of meth yep. up his nose yeah yep <laughs> i mean just yeah. like let people live let people enjoy themselves yes yeah. but see that's something that goes like hand in hand with like a, the adult entertainment industry is that like yeah. so many people even today which is crazy because it has become very like mainstream i think especially if you just compare it to like 20 25 years ago Absolutely. Like it's become so much more mainstream, but there still are so many people that are like highly like opposed to it. Like yeah. even even like the mildest form of it, like where I live is a very small town, like Bible belt, like basically with the fucking like belt buckle on the Bible belt. Mm -hmm. And they like they wouldn't open a Hooters here because of like the Baptist churches were like protesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and like i can assure you your 10 year old has seen way worse stuff by now oh yeah well i mean you know that the porn does really really well in the bible belts <laughs> like in terms of viewership so oh, yeah. i'm not saying but i am saying it's yeah. like i don't i mean do you like, get Sorry, no, no, you so, like do you get judged okay because obviously everybody gets judged on the internet like that's yeah. you can you cannot be on the internet without expecting to be judged every day oh yeah but does any of that ever actually happen in your regular life what do you mean like well like judging someone, me for what i do sure or? yeah 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 like someone judging because you know there are still people who do judge people for being in like sex work or whatever you want yeah. to call it like, yeah but I imagine in my head that it's all online. The people don't actually come up to you and say, hey, you shouldn't be doing this or blah, blah, blah. Like, is that true or am I completely wrong about that? 
No, I mean, it, I think it really depends on who you surround yourself with and who mm-hmm. is in your environment. Um, like I live in a very socially liberal area. Like yeah. the area that I live in is like very queer friendly. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of young people, lots of college students. So yeah. just in general, the people that I meet on a daily basis, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to be okay with sex work. Right. Um, I'm also very fortunate that my family took them a minute, but they came around to it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, So it occurs in subtler ways in my experience. Like I haven't had anybody come up directly to me and say something about it. Like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. But in my dating life, I've felt undervalued before. Um, I feel like I've been fetishized for what I do. Like, you know, there's this fantasy of like, oh, that that one time I dated a porn star sort of thing. Right, right. Like people are, not everybody, but some people are dating you strictly so that they have the story of. Yeah, Yeah, so they have that fun story to share their, you know, fellow groomsmen at their bachelor party. And it's. Yeah. you know it's not fun for me like i <laughs> i want yeah. i want a real relationship i don't want to be you know just fucking around with people i mean is it easy for you to kind of sift through like the bullshit with dating though like do you think you have to be like almost like a detective <laughs> like <laughs> like looking for clues like is this person here for like for me like for the right reasons like you know what yeah. i mean like like paranoia yeah, like- almost cautious i prefer to think of it as being cautious but yeah i mean you learn different sort of patterns um Mm -hmm. of thinking and you can kind of tell because after a while because they have similar sorts of you know lines of reasoning they say similar sorts of things and you can kind of pick up on like okay they don't exactly get it um Like there's a bunch of questions that I have to ask people before I can even go on a date with them just because I need to make sure that, you know, they're not going to be the type of person who's just like, oh, well, now that you're in love with me, you need to quit your job or that they're not just in it so that, oh, well, I've always wanted to do porn before. Can I like jump on one of your shoots? Because I've had that happen to me before. God. That's so yeah. like, just hearing that is really cringy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not like I'm opposed to working with my partner. Like I would love to be able to have a partner and work with them right. too. That would be really fun. But yeah. it's just like, if that's the thing that we're here leading with, you know, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. so sus. Yeah. So what, like, do you think that people like might have misconceptions about you personally because like you're involved in in porn or adult entertainment like um i think to an extent (laughs) but yeah i mean i don't know it's really hard to tell because i'm not like a mind reader so i I don't know exactly what their preconceived notions are but I mean, at the same time, too, I have had some very good experiences. I've met some lovely people. You know, I've been, yeah. up until COVID, I was trying to date, but it just yeah 
Yeah. Well, so before you, like, so eight years ago, like, did yeah. you have any, did you have any misconceptions about it? Yes, like, did, I did. So like what? Like, like, what was something that you were like, oh, well, this is not what I expected, but in a positive way, you know? That's an excellent question. Um, I think that, I think one of the biggest misconceptions I had, though I'm not, I'm not sure exactly that I held this misconception eight years ago, but I definitely held it probably when I was like in high school and early college. Um, but thinking that porn performers don't do it willingly or have been like convinced into doing it or maybe a little brainwashed. Right. But I, I mean, I, I didn't think that was universally true. Like I've always mm-hmm. been fascinated with sex workers ever since I was you know, mm-hmm. a little, little younger than most would care to admit. But no. um, yeah, it, there's just this notion, I think, that like half of the women and it's never men. It's only mm-hmm. women, only cis women um, who are just like bamboozled into it or something and who never actually wanted to be there when the complete opposite is true especially in today's Mm -hmm. age because there is so much talent now that is willing to go out and like make these videos and do these shoots um yeah abuses can still happen like that definitely does happen and that does happen to people who you know, do this willingly and actually genuinely enjoy it. It's just. But then you're judging like an entire career based on some outliers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really unfair to people like you or the majority of people that are involved who don't fit into that. Like that are, because I think it's just good to hear someone, you know, like in your position to talk about like the positivity because even though it is 2020 and you would think that all of that would be gone, there's still a lot of people that like judge yeah. sex work and the sex workers specifically, which is fucking ridiculous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think people still have it in their mind that like the, like people that are in porn are like being, yeah. Like you said, like manipulated into it, Yeah. but it seems to me or like, or they're doing it because they're like broken yeah but then the people that i've met like that i've I've gotten to talk to like are way more empowered it seems like than anybody i know just in like my regular life who work at at this office or whatever it is that's you know like like you guys are way more empowered it seems like some days it feels like it (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's it's like with any other job but i definitely do think you I definitely do think that there is a lot of room for self-empowerment within this industry, mm-hmm. especially in today's age when you have so many opportunities for individuals to create and own their own content, mm-hmm. make direct sales. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get to be a business, like you get to be a lot more business-minded than the Absolutely. average entertainer. Cause like if you're an actress, like, you know, they want to use like mainstream actors, but whatever, like if you're working on like a, a TV show, like you have no control over anything. Oh yeah. But you like you and like other performers get to have complete control. 
Like there's no only yeah, fans. Yeah, we're shooting like, for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like all these like you know self-made companies, only fans, things like that. Like fucking like Hillary Swank can't do TV episodes like like on OnlyFans. Like yeah. like she doesn't have a production company, which I get it, but like like you get to have complete ownership. Yeah. And that's that's been such a big shift for this industry over the past few years. Um, you know, I wasn't I've only done a little bit of mainstream porn in 2018. Um, and I would like to do some again in the future. <laughs> it's just, you know. Yeah. Let's get through the pandemic first. Um yeah. but uh, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? You wanna do some mainstream production in the future i do want to do the world is slightly ending oh um, yes yes the world is ending but no the world is changing the world has changed drastically for porn performers just over the past few years um because of the way that the industry has shifted from being dominated by these major porn companies to being dominated by these clip sites and subscription sites like Mm -hmm. OnlyFans. Like, yeah. um, like many vids, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, now with the tube sites too, of course, the tube sites overshadow everything, right, um, right. the tube sites, giving performers the ability to own their own content and post their own content and mm-hmm. money from their own content. It's, yeah. you know, it's just empowering us further. Yeah. And now you're so- hearing people come out and talk about onset abuses and you know behind the scenes mm-hmm. problems that they're dealing with and they don't risk losing their income right yeah and then yeah. ultimately the people like the more that that gets talked about the more rapid it is for that to go away hopefully hopefully you know yeah i mean but usually when things get brought to light it does yeah. help change it you know yeah. It's not always like overnight, but you know, at least yeah. to an extent. Yeah. So, how much creativity do you put into like doing like your cam shows, like your personal like scenes? Because obviously, as a production, like you probably don't get like as much creative control. But like, do you enjoy the creative aspect of it? Oh, I love it! I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I mean, I really love doing the cosplay videos. Yeah. So. Camming, cam shows and co- and sorry, cam shows and clips are kind of two different mm-hmm. beasts. Right. Um, in terms of creativity in cam shows, it's a lot more like improv because it is improv because you know you're improvising with somebody and you're going off of what they enjoy and what they're into. So if suddenly they you know start saying, "Call me daddy," then you just oh daddy's suddenly in play you know it's part of this part of the session now right um but there's definitely opportunities to get really creative when you are doing cam shows and these days Mm -hmm. i typically just do one-on-one shows or private shows Mm -hmm. as opposed to public shows like i used to on chatterbait um but yeah one-on-one when you get to do different role plays you know you can Mm -hmm. explore um, different scenarios, you can explore different yeah. fetishes. Um, yeah, like it's it's a lot of fun being able to explore in that context. Yeah. So what about like, like in your, bless you. Sorry. Good Zoom time. So in your, <laughs> like whenever you're doing your 
uh, your clips and do like the cosplay? Like what draws you to that? The theatrics of it. Yeah. Um, all of my, almost all of my uh, cosplay videos are scripted. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's the fun of it for me. Um, I get to dress up as this character. I get to embody this character and I get to do sexy things with this character. Yeah. And they're great characters. I do superheroes and supervillains. Like they're outrageous. They're big, they're bold, they're colorful. They're yeah. kinky motherfuckers. Like, oh my goodness. Some of the fetishes that these people have. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know if I'm just like a vanilla, like plain ass dude, but I love like I'm I love reading about fetishes and like learning about them because they are fascinating, but I don't oh, yeah. like fit into like any of them, it seems like. I mean, not that's like, totally fine. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, the psychology behind it is fascinating to me. But, oh, absolutely. But, like cosplay in general, like that fetish is fascinating because that is something that like you know, I guess all fetishes revert back to like childhood, most likely. Mm -hmm. But that one, like I can specifically remember watching like certain like cartoons and stuff as a kid and thinking like, having like sexual thoughts about like cartoon characters. So whenever you I mean, see it, like, like, yeah. costume, like it's like, I, I can get behind that one for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why are furries so prevalent these days? Yeah, mm -hmm. is it Could it have something to do with Lola Bunny? Maybe. Yeah, that's that was a big one for me. Yeah. Like Space Jam. Oh yeah. Oh, Space Jam was fabulous. All right. <laughs> so, what's your favorite one though? Like favorite one that you've done? Uh, cosplay or video? Yeah, yeah, a cosplay. Um, it's hard. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite one to wear is Spider Gwen. But okay. my favorite one to put together was Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Because, yeah. yeah, that one was really involved. Like, I had mm -hmm. to make the shorts myself. And, you know, for those of you who are listening now who can't envision what her shorts look like, they are yeah. cutoffs with um, black stripes and little red stars on them. Or, sorry, no, it's. Yeah, it's black stripes with the red stars on them. Yeah. And I had to chop up some old jeans and distress them, like distress them in the right spot so it matches yeah. up with the movie. And then you have to hand paint that shit. Um, yeah. And then I painted the shoes too. <laughs> and yeah. then you customize the wig. So it was, it was a really involved process, but that one was a lot of fun to make. But, um, yeah, that one was impressive. Like I watched that one, I was you. like, "Damn, like this cost like, oh, thank like you. legit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, those tattoos though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that um, daddy one, I think. What was uh, it you said? It's a daddy yeah, what, little monster, I think. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one of them that didn't come in the tattoo kit because, like, they mm -hmm. have the temporary tattoos that they'll sell you on Amazon, and they just right. put them on. But one of them wasn't available, so I had to hand paint it every time I did the full cost. Like, and that took like an hour and a half just Damn. to like, because you know you're doing it backwards in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. So when you're left-handed and working on the left side of your chest, it is very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a Da Vinci. Actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I did I did learn how to write backwards in grade school because I heard that's what Da Vinci used to do and I was just like I'm a lefty and an artist and like eight I'm gonna write backwards now that's look I still take cold showers because of I read a book about Beethoven when I was in like fourth grade, like a little kid's mm-hmm. biography book. And they talked about how like he would dump cold water on his head every morning mm-hmm. before he would before he would write. And it like made him more creative, more intelligent. And I was like, oh, I've got to do that. Huh. And so and I still every morning take like a freezing cold shower, which some people think is a sign of like psychosis, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I read that one little sentence and I've been doing it mm-hmm. all my life. So I get mm-hmm. you, you know, the Da Vinci thing. <laughs> What's a cosplay that like you haven't done, but is like kind of like on your bucket list? Well, I actually have two of them. I have Wonder Woman, which I ordered, but it got lost in uh, USPS limbo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to reorder that one. But, um, is it like also, modern Wonder Woman or like Linda Carter Wonder Woman? Like it's the years? most recent, um, okay. the 1984 yeah. one. So, okay. which it's okay. very similar to um, the first movie, but mm-hmm. it's a little brighter. So right, like the right, fabric right. is a little brighter, whereas the older one is a little more distressed. Yeah, gotcha. And then the second one? And then the second one is Black Widow, but... And I have most of the costume, but I am not going to debut it until closer to the movie. So good idea. have to wait on yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. But yeah. unfortunately, I don't think I'll have Wonder Woman in time for the release this month, but yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. Still want that costume one. either way. <laughs> I might do one as like a John Goodman and Roseanne. <laughs> oh my god. That would be perfect. Oh. <laughs> or like uh, the Big Lebowski. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'd be Walter. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's no. another movie I haven't seen in a long, long. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies. Jurassic yeah. Park is number one though. So if really? you ever did like a, like, uh, well, it'd be perfect if you did like Bryce Dallas Howard, like Jurassic World. Oh, I was thinking of just being a raptor. That would work. Yeah, I could be the guy that uh, ends up getting like spat on by the thing with the frills, you know. <laughs> oh, I'll be that thing, whatever that thing is called. Imagine like making love, a. i It's sad that I know that isn't. No, that's not sad. That's fucking awesome. That one. I've, yeah, I've seen that I'll movie over four hundred times. Holy shit, dude! It's not good. It's. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a sign of having a very boring childhood. <laughs> oh, no. I actually have a friend who, um, an old friend, she was very, very into Jurassic Park. And I remember that when um, Jurassic World came out, like, mm-hmm. she was over the fucking moon. Like, she was talking about it, like, all week leading up to it. She's just like, guys, you gotta go. Guys, you gotta go. The dinosaurs is like, okay, sweetie, we're going, we're going. Yeah. Um, we went and it was fabulous. It's a great movie. Like, I yeah. really didn't like it at first just because, like, I'm a hipster with stuff like that. <laughs> I'm trying not to be, but, like, I'm like, it's not, like, yeah. the first one, which, yeah. of course, it's not. But the more I watched it, the more I was like, damn, this movie's great. I don't yeah. care. It was fun. Yeah. If you could do like a spoof of any movie, 
but do like a like a porn parody of it what would you do mm. you know how there's like like yeah. pulp fiction and edward there's like edward penis hands and shit mm-hmm. not very clever but you know i mean it's, it's fine yeah. that's an excellent question i mean not to you know <laughs> this is going to be so original but i would love to do like a full production as harley quinn like yeah give me suicide squad 2 i'll do suicide squad 2 okay yes, that'll be mine yeah. I'll take it. I'd do terms of endearment. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry. Or like one. I mean, look, you can you can pornify anything if you try. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure every movie has been done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, like, are there fetishes that you want to explore, like in, like in your video? Hmm, that's a good you have like a bucket list of fetishes like man i've never done this but i would love to try this that is a very good question well i have wanted to do suspension bondage um that's something that i've done once in the past and it was so much fun with ropes specifically so it would be like getting tied up in like an interesting pose and then hoisted into the air and then you're stuck there and Oof. Yeah, I'm into bondage, so for me, it's just you. like, can I, can I please do that? I really want to try that. <laughs> yeah, I'll just win you if you can rent a crane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, dude, if I could rent a crane and have like a photo shoot of me like being suspended, that would be fucking sick. I'll be the the wrecking ball. I'll just like curl <laughs> up in the fetal position. God, now I have Miley Cyrus stuck in my head. What are you doing to me? You're welcome. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. Not much, but still, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, I. So, what do you think about like that it is about bondage that attracts someone? Because it's fascinating to me because obviously, like, mm-hmm. I guess not obviously, but I would never want to be like tied up. Like, even like just the standard like arms to the bedpost, hell mm-hmm. no. Like, I don't like anyone having control other than myself yeah so is it kind of like the opposite for you like the idea that you have no control yeah it is a control thing very much so um certainly it is for me uh it's i mean i mean it's an adrenaline rush it's like it's that fear Mm -hmm. of not being able to control the situation and having to give into that because you have no other choice yeah Um, and, you know, when you're doing a bondage scene, any type of BDSM scene, there should be the knowledge that it isn't really real. Right, that right. You can pull the plug as the submissive or as the bottom yeah. at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, there is that added layer of comfort in that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, too, you know, you don't, ideally, you don't want to have to pull the plug. Right, so you're right. putting a lot of trust in your partner or partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that like giving your partners the control and trusting them mm-hmm. with that creates a very intimate sort of uh, connection that makes yeah are you a like do you consider yourself a person like in your regular life to want control because there's just this common thing that I've always heard about like how really successful businessmen are yeah. into like 
going to see a dominatrix because mm-hmm. they love like the idea that for once they have no control and yeah. nobody's like, kissing their ass. It's the exact opposite. So like, do you find that the fetishes that you're into are the opposite of what you like in like your day-to-day life? I mean, in some ways, yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I am very much in control of my life. Um, I work for myself, you know, like I completely control what I do. So having that lack of control definitely like feels good. It's, it is a relief because you're right. Like people do seek out the opposite of what they get in Mm -hmm. real life. Um, I'm actually a switch though. So for me, it changes depending on you know like where I am in my life so there have been periods of time when I'm definitely feeling more dominant and periods in my life when I'm definitely feeling more submissive yeah that's interesting yeah see like I'm I'm always like I'm like sexually at least like want to be dominant because like in my regular life I feel like I don't have control over shit like even though I do like I do all this you know like by myself but like I'm always like in fear of not having control. Yeah. So if I'm having sex with someone, the last thing I want to do is give up control to that mm-hmm. point, like of being like tied up or something like. Yeah. 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 If yes. someone pushes you back and gives you a blowjob and says, don't touch, then that's one thing. But like, that's way different. Yeah. 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 Not being able to like move your arms. No, <laughs> being tied to something yeah. is a massive fear of mine, probably because of like seven. You know, the dude that's laying in the bed with his arms tied up. Oh, yeah. That shit's traumatizing. <laughs> well, exhibit A. Et voila. <laughs> um, no, I, I had definitely developed a bondage fetish by the time I saw that movie, though. So there was no cure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. And then I have, I have a few, like, kind of quick little, like, rapid fire questions because I know we're Absolutely. running a little short on time. But um, who is, like, a childhood crush for you? Childhood crush. Ooh, this is this is tough. This is really yeah. tough. Could be male, I was, female. I was never one of those kids who like had celebrity crushes. Okay. <sighs> Sound the opposite. I had like tons. <laughs> I was just I was like one of those people who's like, well, I'm never gonna meet him in real life, so whatever. That see, but yeah, you're probably more of a realist, like because I in that sense I, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah, in that sense. I mean, I was in a, like, especially as a child, a constant state of daydreaming, so, okay. I know who it was. Yeah. I know who it was. The women of Tattoo. Oh, the The two, Russian lesbian okay. band. Yeah, the fake, the fake Russian lesbian the fake, band. The, yeah, fake Russian, yeah, they were, yeah. Wait, were they actually, because I know they were fake lesbian, but were they fake Russian? No, they were real Russians. But they were fake lesbians. But they were fake lesbians. No, they might have actually been queer, but it's not like they can talk about it in Russia now. Otherwise, they get stoned to death. Um, yeah, exactly. No, see, that that was, yeah, that was a big one for me, for childhood. Yeah. Cody, watching MTV. Like, what was the song? All the things, all the things she said. All the things said. she said. Mm-hmm. All the things she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. that song. <laughs> yeah, that was like my damn bar mitzvah. The term really? into a damn bar mitzvah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yes. That and like the Lady Lady Marmalade video. Oh a little, yes. Oh, I've always been like massively attracted to Lil Kim. 
but specifically in that video. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that's a non-sexual turn on for you. Hmm. Non-sexual turn on. For me, it would be shared values. Shared political values. Okay. Like I'm not I don't have to bring up what exactly, but um politics has been a very big part of my life. It's been something that I've been invested in for years. Um I actually switched. So that year before that I was talking about that I took off from doing sex work, I was working for a political organization. Um, okay. But when the job at that organization ended, I decided to go back to sex work so that I would have enough time in my schedule and be able to organize my schedule so that I could volunteer for political groups. I got, what was it the I was NRA? volunteering for two political groups. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, no. Um, <laughs> Do I want to give it? One was a, a local you, organization, I mean, one was a statewide organization. Okay, I got you. Say that. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, sexiest accent. Sexiest accent? Oh, goodness. That is an excellent question. I feel like I say that a lot today. I appreciate sexiest it. Accent. Hmm. Sexiest accent. Yeah. Mine's German, if that helps. German for sure. See, because it's an interesting thing because like how I was saying, like I like to be dominant, but I also like for like I'm super attracted to like empowered women mm -hmm. and like kind of aggressive women, like just yeah. always have them. And then the German it. accent is highly aggressive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's the opposite of a romance language. That it very much is. Yeah, so um, I'm, it's attractive to me. Sexiest accent. God, that's way <laughs> too hard. I'm sorry, that's like, that's way no, too you, hard for me. <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs> yeah. That's the question that stumps me. I don't want to alienate any of my fans. Just I got you. They wouldn't well, care. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then, uh, so last one. So, what is something like specific to sex that men could do better? Because like, we all think that we're really good at it Everybody and that there's is. nothing we can do wrong. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it has to do that we don't get told that we're doing something wrong, yeah. which I kind of like having a two-way conversation with that. Yeah. But that's just like my own thing. But um, Well, it's, it's hard though, because a lot of people, this goes for everybody, a lot of people don't know how to express their needs sexually yeah. like they don't know how to actually say like oh or i like it when you do this or oh you know don't do that so much like switch to that yeah. because you know we're conditioned to be ashamed excuse me to be ashamed of talking about it so yeah i think it's partly that though but also because sex is such an intimate and personal like connection mm -hmm that the last thing you want to do is criticize someone's performance because yeah. it's like you're afraid that you're going to like hurt their feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, definitely, yeah, definitely like I, a factor too. Yeah. So, but what's something that like, that you think like men could do better at? Yeah. 
So with that in mind, because, you know, usually people will say like, oh, listen, that's the best thing you can do is listen. <laughs> well, sometimes people don't say as much as, you know, you'd like them to. Um, yeah. So I would say, take your time. Like, and, and yes, of course, listen to your partner, obviously, but it, it's going to be a conversation going back and forth. And yeah. it might take a while for it to really like get each other's languages. Um, so yeah, I, and it, I say just in general, like people slow down a little bit. And I'm not necessarily saying like, oh, it's wrong to have sex on the first date sort of deal. No, I'm or, or right. quickies or horrible yeah. sorts of <laughs> devil things or whatever. No, oh, it's man. just, you know, take a sec back and take a little bit more time to get to that orgasm yeah and enjoy it along the way yes but that being said sex is for procreation anyways no. oh, of course <laughs> of course oh my no. god i could go on like a whole rant about how <laughs> sex has like this this place in society as being this tool that we use to bond with each other and then yeah oh i know save that yeah. for another day <laughs> All right. And then last question. So if I, so I don't know if like your stage, I mean, I don't know if you call it like a stage name, but like Amelia song, like, I don't know if that's your real name or not, but not it's really not. any of my business. Okay. <laughs> so like knowing me for, you know, not very long, what would mine be if I became a porn actor, actor? Goodness. Yeah. I've gotten good ones, so no pressure, but so they're always so damn clever too, like really catchy. Hmm. I want to so do I something need... with like, like Tucker in, but I, hmm. Hmm. like well, tuck it in, but I, I, don't know. I don't know. Well, if it helps you, my last name does rhyme with a fucker, so hmm. which I've been hearing since I was about <laughs> six years old. But <laughs> Cody Tucker, pussy fucker. All right, I'll take it. Just go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you have to introduce yourself as Cody Tucker Pussyfucker every single time. Okay. Like every I'll time your name comes up, it is there are four four words in your name, four names in, in your name. I'm gonna add like Esquire at the end. Just to class perfect. it up a little thing. Yes, you. yes. <laughs> I like it. Well, perfect. Well, um, yeah, what where can everybody find you? Uh, you can I mean, find me on yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> online, however. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Amelia Song. So that's T-H-E-E-M-I-L-I-A-S-O-N-G. Um, you can also find me on Streammate at Amelia underscore song dot cammodels dot com. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a subscription site launched soon, but uh, unfortunately with everything that's going on with Pornhub and maybe OnlyFans at the moment, I'm gonna kind of wait and see. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I'm also on, I am also on Pornhub by the way. Um, if you just search for my name, you'll find me. And I'm on ManyVids too. So AmeliaSong.ManyVids.com for my clips. Okay. 
Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Whoa, what? Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. One, two, three.